Welcome back to Crushes. It's me, Deanna Ortiz, honey. Welcome back. I've missed you. It's true. I have. Um, I've had a great week. Thanks for asking. My crush this week has got to be um, guys with chains. I don't want to be this person. Okay, I don't want to be attracted to guys who wear chains, but here we are. Okay, the guy in Normal People, he has a chain, and that's hot. Um, so it's a torrid crush. It's a torrid love affair with anybody who wears a gold chain, and we're working through it. <laughs> you know what else we're working through is our love and crush of all of you guys. Okay, she does do transitions. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for all the love and support that you've given crushes. Um, please do not forget to rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell somebody. That is how we get more people to l know and learn and love about the best podcast in the world? Question mark? Exclamation point. Um, if you leave me a five-star review, I will read it into this microphone. What a deal. Don't forget, guys, you can follow me at Deanna Ortiz underscore on Twitter or on Instagram, that is, of course, where you can play Hot or Just Tall, along with this week's guest, who is the one and only Dan Sheehan. Dan is a hilarious comedian, the author of the book, I Am Not a Wolf, which is now available wherever you buy books. So, so exciting. Dan is hilarious, and we crush on... <laughs> We crush on a wide variety of people, mostly uh, talking about crushes that we had when we were teens, which is such a formative crush time, um, and he just cracks me up. I know you guys are going to have a great time listening to it. You can follow Dan at Sick of Wolves on Twitter or Instagram. Definitely follow that if you are not already, and pick up that dang book, guys. I'm so, so happy to have him on. You guys are going to love him, so sit back, relax, and remember that everybody has a crush. And everybody wants to be crushed on. Um, I, I hate to say it, but I do love to say it, that I did Facebook stalk you a little bit because I feel like I knew where you grew up, but I didn't know where you grew up. The suburbs. Of yeah, Chicago, I grew up right? in like suburban Chicago. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was like, it's either suburban Chicago or rural Mich um, Missouri or something. Oh, yeah. I went to college out in Missouri. So it was like when I first moved to Chicago, I had just moved there from Missouri. So a lot of people thought I was from Missouri. Yes. Uh, but I grew up in Missouri. That's it. Like he's one of two, <laughs> one of two places. So a young Dan, but a child in the Chicagoland suburbs. Who was your first crush? The very first crush I remember, like the first time I remember like looking at another person and getting like crush feelings was uh, there was a girl whose name was Danica. Um, <laughs> and my brain was just like, well, this makes a lot of sense. Like you're Dan, <laughs> she's Danica. And like, I just, for some reason, just in my head started being like, yeah, like, I think I should, like, I think it'd be cool if me and Danica were dating. Cause we'd be Dan and Danica. That was like my very first crush. I was in like third grade. So I truly, yeah. I think I had like student teachers and stuff where I would get that thing that a lot of little kids get where you're like flustered and you don't know why, because yeah. you're still too young to like piece together exactly what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And so I remember we had a, a student teacher who I had like a big crush on who I would just sort of like follow around when I was in like first grade. But the first time when I like consciously made the one to one connection of like, oh, I like this person was this other girl named Danica. 
you love the alliteration you're like yeah it was just nice you know the idea of a world where everybody just had a, a name match and yeah. that's who you it's easier for us you know yeah um, I was I was really weary of the dating scene <laughs> I was just ready to settle down. marry some exact name in third grade that is good I think that's good I'd have to find a man named Dean and we'd have to that's an old school name. Um, okay, so you and Danica, and being a young third grader, are you like open with your crushes, or are you like just like pining from afar? Like, what is? Oh, I was, I was a shy guy. I was very shy. Um, so I never said a word, and then she moved over the course of a summer, and so we like I don't think ever talked. Okay, <laughs> that's how I was too. I was like, this is my husband. We are married. We're in third grade, but we're gonna make it work. And then he doesn't have any memory of me. Yeah, you'd be like, well, we did walk near each other that one time and she like acknowledged my existence. So like, I think things are trending upwards. <laughs> Unfortunately, that came to define a lot of my crushes, like even going into like high school where I was just like very quiet, very like, um, just I was very much the long game, but to the point where the long game was really not any sort of anything at all. Where it the was game just is like so long, yeah. They don't even know that they're playing. <laughs> yeah, essentially just waiting to see if the other person made the first move, and when they didn't, just being like, "Damn, I messed that up somehow." Like, <laughs> Must be that. Can't be me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's how I was truly. Up until, let's say, 28. Let's say that. <laughs> let's say I've yeah. always been this way. Um, so you had one crush, a character crush, on your list that I thought was really funny. And funny in an endearing way. Not that I'm making fun of you for your crush. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely worth dunking on me for this one a little bit. This was <laughs> like my... When you said fictional character, I was trying to think back if there was ever like a fictional character that, uh, that I'd had a crush on. Because yeah. like I remember like characters in movies that I would get crushes on but usually it was the actress that I had the crush on yeah um and so this was the first one where like the character was was the one that I had a crush on who was it it was Samantha from the cartoon show Danny Phantom amazing amazing no no shame (laughs) no shame in these crushes I had never seen like a like a goth or riot girl type before and that really I think was uh you know, I was probably like 12 or 13 when that show came out. And I was just like, oh, I didn't even know that was like a type of person yeah. to, to be off. An angry, and so, an angry teenage girl? Crazy. Yeah. What I, I knew like a couple, but not, not so, I, this was like the suburbs. So like Hot Topic culture was just starting to like peak out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in in the years to come, I would meet a good number of, of goths. <laughs> but she was, she was the first one that I saw in <laughs> the first goth in film. <laughs> We all know it's Samantha from Danny Phantom. We all know these I, I things think to be true. Yeah. yeah it's, scholars have said that Samantha from Danny <laughs> Phantom was the first goth on film. <laughs> what I love too is that it kind of like their, like will they or won't they kind of relationship. I feel like that's very relatable for a lot of people on either end to be like, oh, that's kind of me and this person. But we're just friends. We're just friends. But maybe. But yeah. no, 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 we're just friends. We're just friends. Did you watch that? I I think that's how you want it to be when you're that age, right? Like you want it to be like, okay, like we're just hanging out and then boom, one day we're dating. And like, it's like so much easier, I think, than like being flustered by it all the time like you are when you're that age. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Or like in the movies, everyone's just kind of like one day you look at your best friend and you're like, whoa, they've been there this whole time. And that's just never how it happens. 
Yeah, exactly. Because I had like, a, I had a couple like friends who were girls, one of whom I ended up like, was like kind of my first girlfriend very briefly. It was like one of those Exciting. high school things where you date for like six months and you get out the other end and both people are just like, not really sure what happened there. Uh, six months is a long time for high school though. It was, yeah. I, I mean, I remember at the time it was like, uh, my friend group didn't have, like I was not the first one to get a girlfriend, but it was like, I was among the first couple. And like, it's, it's such a dynamic shift for friends at that age oh, to yeah. suddenly you just have like all these weird like couples and the idea of children being couples is so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. You're just doing what you see in movies. Like you're just like mirroring that to the world. And like, so you don't even really know what you're doing and none of it's what you actually like kind of want to be doing. It's yeah. so, so goofy. Oh my gosh. So that kind of fulfilled itself in high school. Um, the Samantha Danny Phantom crush. Let's um, let's take a trip into some of your celebrity crushes because you gave me two good ones that I really like, and I feel like maybe the this first one would be a crush that started around high school time too. Um, is Natalie Portman? Yeah, um, I think the thing with Natalie Portman was she was having her big career renaissance like right when I was at that age where you start having like crushes mm -hmm. on you know like people, and so yeah. I was like. Uh, she was in that uh, Phantom Menace, the Star Wars, the Phantom Menace. And mm -hmm. then she was in like, she was in all those prequel movies that were like really big from when I was in like third grade through like eighth grade. And yeah. so like during that period, you just would see Natalie Portman every couple of years. And I remember just becoming like gradually more like, why am I so like interested in the character of, of yeah. Queen Amidala? Like, yeah, you're like, I love Star Wars now. Yeah, Star Wars, is, these movies are like really cool, but like, for political reasons. I just don't really know what the queen's up to. <laughs> <laughs> so you got it on like a deeper level than everyone else did. Whoa. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. Um, and so I, I I really, yeah, she was she was definitely one of the first celebrity crushes for me. I love it. I feel like that's how a lot of people were with uh, Harry Potter mm. and like Hermione in that age too. Of like, I feel like Emma Watson was everywhere when it was like that famous, the, when everything was coming out, it was like everybody was obsessed with Emma Watson, everybody was obsessed with Natalie Portman. Um, when all that stuff was coming out, it's like the perfect time to be like that it girl in Hollywood. I think there's like something to be said for those movie series where there's like a, a, a lot of installments in like a very short amount of time where yeah. it's like Harry Potter or Hunger Games or Star Wars or something like that. And the main character sort of age with the audience yeah. if you're like a certain age because like you know i was a handful of years younger uh than natalie portman but like each movie like it was like we both were like older or whatever and so it felt like you i don't know that like parasocial thing happens where you yeah. feel like oh we're like in the same grade at school <laughs> like <laughs> we hang out with the same people <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, well, you know, she hangs out with the Star Wars guys and I watch the films. So like, it's really only a couple degrees of separation, I'm sure. It's only a matter of time before we run into each other. At some point, this sixth grader is going to run into Natalie Portman and <laughs> she's going to be so enchanted by how charming I am <laughs> as a fan of Star Wars. Those are real thoughts that used to go through my head. I'd be like, well, you know, the guy that plays Peter Pan in the Peter Pan reenactment will be walking down the street in Carpentersville and he, I'll run into him because I'm a woman of the town and he'll be smitten. Yeah. 
sometimes celebrities are just out and about and you're just there yeah. to wow them with your big opinions yeah. and and they're all they're always looking to date local awkward teens that's like exactly. the really important factor it's so important to remember that guys everybody listening um so big crush like right when star wars comes out did you follow her career at all or were you like that was high school or middle school or high school well because then she was in a she was in a lot of the stuff that i like because then she showed up in v for vendetta mm-hmm. um and then she was in like the first Thor movie, which by that point I was in college, but it was like really during that period, she was just in everything, like yeah. even Black Swan, like it was, it was Natalie Portman's decade. And so yeah. she was just sort of like all over the place and she had like a wide variety of, of like different roles. So mm-hmm. I feel like you would get like action movie Natalie Portman and then you would get like drama Natalie Portman. Yeah. Um, and you know, I was on board with all iterations of Natalie Portman. <laughs> and with this can go with any of the crushes really but when you have a celebrity crush do you like sorry do you follow them on instagram or do you like follow like things in their career or you're just like oh you know i'll see that movie because natalie portman's in it um it depends on like the crush i think like sometimes you'll have a crush on somebody who you're just like oh they're very like you know good looking or whatever but i'm not necessarily 100 percent sure they have like a film career ahead of them or something like Mm -hmm. that or um, I don't know. Yeah, I think it depends on like if you're crushing on the way they look or their work. It kind of it's the it's the hot or just tall thing. Totally. It's, yeah. Like, am I obsessed with just the fact that this is like a very attractive person, or am mm-hmm. I obsessed with the fact that this person embodies something that I just think is like really neat and interesting and cool? Yes. Yeah. That is, I think, what's something that I've been I've been dealing with a lot. <laughs> I've been. <laughs> keeping me up at night going through a lot when I'm like thinking about celebrity crushes that like there is a difference between thinking a celebrity is hot and thinking and knowing that there's the celebrity is your crush like crush has everything crush has I like you know their their values or this or that you know you can see a life with Natalie Portman it's not just like well I like this movie because she's hot there's so much more to the crush yeah, because there's so many good-looking people, right? Yes. So it's like it has to be more than that, I think, to become like a, a celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. And like some of it, I think, can be, especially when you're younger, it can be that idea of like, oh, well, I feel like we have stuff in common, which like I've never, <laughs> I don't know if that's ever been able to be verified. I know. <laughs> you know, like you never know who the person's actually into. I project so much on celebrities. I'm like, they love dogs. They <laughs> They care about the environment. They love yeah, my like mom. she said in an interview, she like loves sci-fi and like I love sci-fi. And it's like you as a kid, you don't think like it was an interview with a sci-fi magazine. Like, of course. <laughs> that's what she's gonna say. Like that's she's not gonna need. be like, no, actually I find it boring. Like Yeah, that's all you needed at the time to be like, see? <laughs> Reason number yeah. six why we'd make a great couple, me and Natalie. Um <clears throat> so your well, your other one that you had on here was Olivia Munn, and I'm gonna be honest. To do my research for crushes, which of course is so near and dear to my heart, I do a quick Google search before I jump on the Zoom. So I did a lot of research about Olivia Wilde, who is not Olivia Munn, (laughs) and that's my bad. So Olivia Munn, your other celebrity crush, where did you first see her, find out about her, learn about her? So she was like attached to this whole thing where every time my family would go on vacation, 
um, we would stay at this hotel that had like one of those insane cable packages that just had every weird niche channel. And there used to be a channel called G4 that was like for gamer guys. It was for like teens who liked video games and stuff. It was like very like boy focused. Like everything was kind of put through the lens of like, but how can we make it for 15 year old boys? (laughs) Like, and so as a 15 year old boy, I was like, I was like, this rules. And yeah. she hosted one of the shows on that. And so it would always be like, I'd be, I'd be on vacation and there'd be this network. And there was this girl who hosted cool video game shows. And I was like, and it was just like this weird part of vacation. I would always like look forward to yeah. it was like, to watching TV was, at the hotel. Yeah. Like we'd go out during the day but it's like at night I get to watch like video game shows that are hosted by my obvious future wife like <laughs> dude when I meet her she's gonna be so thrilled to know that I watch her show dude I bet she's never met a 15 year old boy who likes video games it's not like that's everyone as though she's like so do you like zelda and she was gonna be like oh my god when can i marry this man i do love zelda this is crazy it's incredible um so from there (laughs) i because i i this like this crush is like a mainstay for a lot of guys of like olivia munn is the crush um because then she was in magic mike what other movies has she been in i feel like i know she was in magic mike she did one of the X-Men movies, but it was kind of after I tuned out of the X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where if you told 15-year-old me that like 25, 26-year-old me would skip an X-Men movie featuring Olivia Munn, he would have been <laughs> furious. But yeah, that I would betray huge. my wife in that way. That is huge. Not a supportive partner at all. <laughs> oh, and also X-Men, guys. Um, yeah, I feel like I did see that. She was in it for a minute. Um, it's just a lot of like, oh, is, was, the sh- was the game show Attack of the Show? Yeah, that's the one. Ugh, that's the one. Yeah, she was, I said she hosted it for like almost 10 years. Good for her. Long time. Uh, yeah. yeah. All I know is her from like Magic Mike, her, uh, a lot of guys being obsessed with her, and then she dated Aaron Rodgers. So those are my fa- fun facts about Oh, she was Mike. also in the newsroom. Um, did you ever watch that one? No, the newsroom. It was. It was this weird like early 2010s HBO show that like took place two years in the past and it was about like a cable news team mm-hmm. uh reacting to like big current events it was like an Aaron Sorkin show and it was very like it was very Sorkin where it was like big sweeping speeches about how the world is better than we think it is yeah. and she played like a finance and business reporter in it um huh and it was that show is really if you're ever looking for there's a clip of it that constantly goes viral mm-hmm. um of just the moment they find out bin laden got killed and they find out on an airplane and like they're all in this like big argument because they can't say what their big secret is and then they finally just cave and they tell the pilot for some reason he's like <laughs> i'm thrilled to tell you that osama bin laden was killed we did they did it for you so like just to this pilot and the two pilots like high five and it's just it's so <laughs> weird the whole show is so weird but i think olivia munn is on that plane in that scene i would love to be in the writer's room when they were like okay big story bin laden's death let's think about (laughs) how we're getting there man okay yeah i uh i've really only okay i'm looking up 
the newsroom now, and that is so not my my speed. But I'm glad that she. It's is... also. Go ahead. Not a very good show. Oh, okay. Did you watch it though, like, or just? I like, watched the clips? like the first. Yeah, well, I saw the clips that made their way around. And I watched the first season, and it was like they're trying to do like a weird like. They're trying to do like an office will they won't they type relationship with a couple of characters. It just like it was so obsessed with its like with itself. It was yeah. like it thought it was very deep, but it was just like it, it kind of self parodied a lot. Uh -huh. So I did not watch past the first season and then just sort of would see these clips pop up as they uh, after the show was long gone. <laughs> it's hard to be like we're two years in the past. Like all this news is just like just old enough to be old but still kind of like relevant i guess i don't know i've never seen it i'm just guessing but it does seem it like opens talking about like that big oil spill from like 2010 or whatever <laughs> and it's just like yeah it, it it just like the only people who seem to know what happens in the future are the main characters and they all have like perfect judgment at the time <laughs> and then like they'll stop they'll be like wait stop as we're covering this oil spill, we need to think about ethics or what it's just like. <laughs> Let's not forget. Yeah. Okay. Olivia Munn. Those are good ones. Um, so I know you kind of were talking a little bit about meeting, meeting Olivia Munn on vacation and that's your vacation <laughs> girlfriend. But we also. I love the idea of Olivia Munn going on vacation to Door County, Wisconsin. <laughs> and <laughs> just waiting around he's coming he's on his way we met at that restaurant with the goats on the roof <laughs> um we have a segment called someone new where the idea is to fall in love with in, with someone new every day okay it is a lyric to a hosier song yeah i don't want to talk about it but the uh you know you can fall in love with your barista or your bartender but our someone new this week is someone on vacation so if you don't have one off the top of your head, um, I can tell a story about me falling in love on vacation, and then you can go. Yes, please. Okay. Um, fuck, maybe I've told them all already. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I was, same, like, we went to, me and a couple of my friends went to the Great Wolf Lodge in Geneva. So, like, not really vacation. We just went, like, a couple hours north to go in a lazy river, and it was like, we were seniors, no, we weren't. We were in middle school. We were in middle school. And we found these boys who, like, were, it's like, you know, three girls and three boys were like, it's fate. <laughs> it's fate and it's happening. And we're falling in love today. And uh, I just remember walking around with them a lot and, like, pairing off and just, like, basically walking around an empty hotel and then, like, going in a lazy river with your friends and being like, oh, my God, there they are. They're so cute. Don't remember any of their names, but we did make plans to be like, let's meet again. Let's meet again. Next time you text me, I'll come up to here and meet you. Nothing ever came from it. But I do remember leaving and being like, we'll always have the Great Wolf Lodge. You, <laughs> you always know? think that so they're going to like stick with you. Yeah. Being like, oh, what a romantic story. Like he saw me across the lazy river and I knew it was fate. Oh my god, so embarrassing. But I do remember being like, oh, that summer fling, like, did we ever kiss? No, did we even hold hands or get t close to each other? Never. But we, all three of us left and we're like, whoa. The girls back home will never believe this. <laughs> yeah. I think some of it is that, like, summer and vacation, like, there's, like, a little bit of a pressure, right, to, like, yeah. find a crush during that time. Because, yes. like, you know... Every kid who was lucky enough to get to go to sleepaway camp comes back with some story, real or not. Yeah. And like, 
<laughs> and so it's like anytime you leave home, there's this idea of like, oh, well, I have to have like, I have to have a brief, a, a, a fling, an affair. As like <laughs> if I don't a have child. an affair in Door County, why are we yeah. going? And what it would always be is like, there's one other family here and they have a daughter around my age. And so I'm going to spend four or five days getting up the courage to say anything other than uh, like, like, my parents are going to make me say hi on Monday. And then on Friday, I'll be like, it was nice to meet you. And then I will spend the rest of the weekend just purely like, like head over heels in full projected love. (laughs) What we could have had Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you know? What it could have been. I had a, a couple, like, day camp things like that where I would, like, go to a place for, you know, like, a camp and then, like, develop a crush that then mm-hmm. afterwards, like, our church trips were a big source of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you would always flirt with someone the entire week. And, like, yeah, you'd never hold hands. You'd never kiss. I mean, every now and then, that like, one pair of people would kiss and everyone would react as though some mutual rule had been broken. <laughs> Where it's like, how fucking dare you? I don't know like, I to kiss them. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's a whole other thing to throw at us. Like, that's a whole other social hurdle to jump over. Uh-huh. Like, we're just trying to talk to each other. If you add the option of potentially kissing on top of that, that's just too much for a child's brain. Your brain's already on fire all the time at too that much. age. For church camp? No, I don't think so. Uh, you're already sinning. By like getting into a relationship exactly. and now you're kissing. Oh man, I do love that too. Of like the kind of you just think that it's gonna happen, and so you kind of like will it to happen. Or I was even like, whenever I'm on an airplane, I'll find someone and be like, oh, "This is my airplane boyfriend." He doesn't yeah. know because what a great story that would be. Even now, I'm like, okay, we both reach for the same bag, we pull it out. Whoops, our bags are lost, and now we have to spend the entire vacation together. Sorry, mom and dad. Like I just project so much onto them. I would have that where it's like, if like one time a girl I knew from school was on the same flight as my family and it was like a long flight. It was like five or six hours. And so I, the whole time was just like making reasons to like, which in retrospect, the reasons I would find to like walk across the plane would be like going to the bathroom. So like my big move (laughs) was to make the girl think I needed the, the in-air toilet like six times during the flight. (laughs) She's like, wow, Dan has to pee a lot. It's yeah. so hot. Hello again. I, I'm i here to tell you the situation is getting worse. Like, and she's like, I'm listening. <laughs> oh you go on. That's huge, though. Going on, like, someone you know. And did you have a crush on this person before? Or were you like, well, now that we're on an airplane together, I have a crush on you? It was one of those things where we like, I, I thought she was cute, but I had never really thought of her until that moment. And then retroactively, I was like, well, of course, she's the love of my life. <laughs> We're on this plane together. Like, Fates of fickle mistress. I was together. summoning crushes out of thin air as like pretty much until like, I, like college. I like up until college, I had a friend who was just like, you have the ability to have a crush on anyone uh, and you should cool it. <laughs> No one's ever told me that, but I feel like they should, which is the reason I have this podcast. I'll do that. I'll be like, yeah, the the postman, my boyfriend, he's obsessed with me. He comes by every day. Because <laughs> I was such a romantic. I mean, yeah. I, I'm still a romantic, but like, 
it was, you know, I was at that age, especially, I was just like every opportunity you meet someone is a chance to just fall head over heels for each other, which is yeah. like a lot of, that's a weird energy to throw at people. <laughs> Strangers. Cause it's all in like, you know, we were talking about it earlier, but like all in the shows that you're watching or like the movies of, you know, this is what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to have a meet cute. And then, you know, grand gesture, grand gesture. She flies back to Door County, you know, hoping that you'll be there. <laughs> you come running in the rain. It's so magical. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like the millionth boy in the 2000s to fully misunderstand 500 days of summer to just oh, be like, yeah. just be like, oh, this dude, this poor dude. And then you watch it as an adult and you're like, oh, this dude needs to figure his shit out. He's being real weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. For teen boys, it's the same with like High Fidelity is another one of those movies where like teen boys fully misinterpret that it's like, oh, you think he's cool when you're a teenager, but he's like 35. Yes. So like, it's not cool that he's still like that yeah. at 35. And that's like the point of the story. But when you're young, you just like internalize that. And you just get this idea that like making a playlist is like, you know, a must. And yes. like, it's, it's, yeah, it's so funny what you take away from these like weird romantic cautionary tales. Yeah. To be like, this is not how it's supposed to go. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Rom-coms. I never, I mean, I watched a lot of them, but I don't think any of them have really, you know, it's like growing up when you're like talking to a crush and your friends are like, he's confused. He just doesn't get it. I'm like, yeah, uh, that happened to me a lot, but maybe he just wasn't interested. I'm not going to talk about it anymore, but <laughs> um, <laughs> that was our crushes on vacation. So, so fun. Honestly, I can't wait to go on vacation again to have another crush. Um, but now let's play the, let's play the game that's taking over the nation, sweeping America um, by storm of course we're gonna play hot or just tall and oh, yeah. whoa everybody listening you can play along with dan at crushes podcast on instagram or at deanna ortiz underscore on instagram and i know you know how to play dan but maybe somebody listening doesn't i'm gonna show dan some celebrities and he is going to tell me if they're hot or if they're just tall of course just tall doesn't mean that they're actually tall it could just mean that they're like you know, someone you met on vacation <laughs> or like good at sports or like can play an instrument, anything that clouds the way of hotness. So in honor of one of your other crushes, I thought it'd be fun to do a Disney Channel all grown up themed How to Just Talk. Oh, very fun. First one. Yes. Yeah, so much of my youth was like watching shows my sister was watching on Disney Channel and being like, I don't like it. I just whatever. She just seems cool. Like, you yeah. know, like. Yeah, exactly. Like you are watching this all the time and you're like, okay, well, I, it's not that Lizzie McGuire is hot. It's just, she's like really cool and stuff, you know, like yeah, she gets it. Um, she's figuring it all out. And I can relate to that. First one yeah. coming up is Ashley Tisdale. Hot or just tall? I would say Ashley Tisdale is hot. I feel like I, when I was Crushing on Ashley Tisdale, I was rarely crushing because I was like, this is like a master class in like dramatic, you know, mm -hmm. acting. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like it was, uh, I feel like I was interested because she was cute. Yes. Ashley Tisdale. I agree. Ashley Tisdale is hot. Um, Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, not, not Vanessa Villanueva. Who's that? Vanessa Hudgens. I can't type while holding a microphone. And wow. There we go. There we go. Um, oh, she was the high school musical girl. Yeah. 
That was a particularly hard crush to hide because High School Musical, if you were a teen boy, liking it was suicide. And so the fact that I thought uh, Vanessa Hudgens was cute, really, I had to like, I had to hide that. You can't show any interest. It was, you know, blood in the water in high school. Yes. Um, To be like, High School Musical is uh, my favorite movie. Um, I love the plot. Um. I'm going to go with hot here as well. I feel like, I don't know what else she's gotten up to in adulthood, yeah. but I feel like she was a very talented singer. I think the hardest ones, cause I played this game on Instagram whenever you post it, I always think mm-hmm. it's fun. The hard ones are when someone is very attractive, but also in, like very, very tall where it's like totally. not literally where, where it's just like they, they're very talented, but they're also very good looking. And like, mm-hmm. it's almost just unfair. Like yes. there should be just like a third button that just says unfair. <laughs> When they're actually very talented and also physically hot, you're like, we can't be doing this. We, yeah, that's, this shouldn't be allowed. You pick. You one. know, I've been, I've been very mad about uh, Mads Mikkelsen does that for me a lot, where I'm furious that he gets to be as handsome as he is, and as talented as he is, because he's an incredible actor, mm-hmm. um, and he's just been having this like huge career moment, and he yeah. is just like he's both handsome and a great actor, and that always is frustrating, you know. See, because this guy to me is incredibly just tall. Really? This guy is so tall to me. What? What? Interesting. No, get out of town. Get out of here. He's a bona fide hot guy. Okay. Bona fide hot guy, maybe. You can, you can have him. You can keep him. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. For Vanessa Hudgens, that's tough. I'm going to say... Uh, I want to say just tall because I want to be a contrarian, but mm. I'm going to have to say hot. I just love to be the opposite. I think she's physically attractive. I'm not like a super big fan of anything she's doing anymore, which is what? I don't know. Um, but I did for High School Musical Days. That was big. That was big. Um, Kiki Palmer. She looks familiar. What was she in? She was in, okay, you know where she's from right now is, I'm sorry to that man. I don't know who that man is. Do you remember that meme? Oh, yeah. I think I saw that one. Okay, so I don't think I... Yeah. I'm not sure I saw the movie she's in, Mm -hmm. so I don't know much about uh, what she's She's done. She's in Aquila and the Bee as a child star. Um, Yeah, jump in. I remember that one. And I think go ahead. L- looking at the filmography here, I'm going to go with hot, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think hot too. I think she's so fun and funny. And the so she did an interview with Variety and they asked her some question about Dick Cheney. And they were like, would you do this or did blah, 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 Dick Cheney? And she looks at the picture and she goes, I don't know who that is. I'm sorry to this oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound stupid, but I don't know who this man is. Sorry to this man. I don't know who he is, which is just so funny. Like, yeah, fine. That's totally fine. But the way she says it, I'm like, I don't want to sound stupid, but I have no idea who this dude is. Honestly, living in a world where you don't know who Dick Cheney is yeah. sounds like a great world. Yes. That sounds nice. It is He's great. not like a cool guy. And it kind of took over um, the internet. I'm not going to look up Dick Cheney. You know what? We're good. We're good. Um, next. Dick Cheney. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with a fourth hot. <laughs> you only have a couple of hots. You're gonna waste one on Dick Cheney now. I'm gonna waste it on Dick Cheney. 
<laughs> he's so hot. Talk about celebrity crush. Um, okay, we're obviously kidding. The next one <laughs> is Raven Simone. So I stand by the fact that I think Raven Simone was one of the most gifted actors on, like, comedic actors on TV during mm-hmm. that era. Yeah. It was like, even my parents, I remember at that time, just being like, like, oh my God, she's so funny. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I got to go just tall here. Mm-hmm. Just tall. Fair. What is she doing now? She's, um, has a talk show, I think. She's on a talk show. Yeah. Like I- the View-ish. I know she's still like on TV and stuff. Yeah. I don't think she's like in anything like narrative. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, she was, she still shows up and stuff though. And she's like as herself. She's just doing stuff as Raven. Um, just tall though. Very funny, but simply tall. Let's do <laughs> the other one from that. So Raven, Annalise Vanderpool. Oh yeah, she was one of my my other crushes. Yeah. Um, there she is, Chelsea from That's So Raven. Yeah. I um I'm giving out a lot of hots, but I feel like I have to go. That's fair. Hot here, you which is no, no you know no swipe at her abilities on the show. But I feel like it you know the show's not called That's So Chelsea. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say just tall, um, but I respect your hot. I'm happy for you, too. <laughs> I respect it. So this was another one that you were like, your sister would watch it, and then you would watch along. I Actually, I liked that Raven when that was on. That one, I felt no shame being like, this is a funny show. Mm-hmm. It had a great cast, I remember. I mean, obviously, I haven't watched any of it as an adult, as an yeah. adult but I remember it being very funny. Yeah, I remember, like, when it when like there was that big chunk of Disney shows that was like, that's so Raven, Lizzie McGuire... And it was all on back to back to back. It's good programming. Yeah. Good programming that we don't have now. Um, and like at that age, I remember I would get so stoked if there was a show I was watching that was for kids that my parents thought was funny. Yeah. And That's So Raven was one of those where it was like I could get my parents to watch it with me, which would make me feel more. Sorry, I just opened no, the door. Yeah, no, no. But it was not. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you put it right up to the microphone too i'm like we yeah get it. i just wanted it to it. have its moment yeah. just <laughs> okay dan you stay hydrated we get it <laughs> <laughs> uh i feel like they tried to give her a spinoff after that so raven got canceled and it just didn't happen i feel like i saw like one or two episodes of it as chelsea um but let's see annalise vanderpool spinoff Da, 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 da. No, maybe not. Oh, wait. She would reprise her role for the second. Oh, no, she was on the second one. They did it again for kids now, and she came back. Oh, they did it again with all of them as adults? They, yeah. they fuller housed it? <laughs> and uh, Raven's Home, I think it was called. Oh, Raven's Home. Okay. Yeah, so it was her and Annalise, and I think it was Raven and her kids. It was also like all those shows were like sitcoms in the in the very traditional sitcom sense. Mm-hmm. Like they they felt almost like something out of another era, which I think is probably why my parents liked them so much. Because I, if I recall, they had like the big live audience and like mm-hmm. you know like way more like theatrical, physical comedy and stuff. Yeah, it was like I remember feeling like it was kind of more in line with a Full House than like a Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I forgot they, a lot of them had like audiences that you could, because they would always be like, do you want to be in the audience for this, this, this? 
write this, call this number or write in this letter or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. They used to like offer that to right? people. I'm not making that up. It was this and Jerry Springer. I remember both of those. I was like, I should go to these. Never did. What about Brenda's song? How did just tall? I really liked the last time I saw her in anything as an adult was she showed up in the social network and she was great in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's also very attractive. This is mm-hmm. like this is another one that makes it tough. I feel like I feel like I have to go hot here. I'm gonna say hot, but I'm gonna say her and Macaulay Culkin together are just tall. Yeah, I would say as a celebrity couple, that's a just tall. Yeah. Just tall. I mean, they just had a baby, so congratulations. She also Good dated um, Miley Cyrus's brother, and that oh. was huge for me. This is also a just oh, tall couple. Wow. That's another just tall couple, and more, you know, more goths on the red carpet. <laughs> Hollywood says we can't, and we say just wait. <laughs> is he goth, or is that like hard rock? I guess. I don't. Know. Is there much of a difference? I it's... think goth. I think goth. I the think, picture I'm looking at seems very goth. It's yeah. like the very, a lot of black leather, full sleeved tattoos. Yeah. I'm also like, this I is honest- like child star or child of celebrity. So maybe that's its own category. <laughs> yeah. My dad I also, when you, Cyrus. Said, when you said she dated Miley Cyrus's brother, I was thinking of the brother from her television series. Oh, what a shock when I pulled this up, right? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this is not the brother I remember from, from TV. I was um, watching the wrong show. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Brenda Song, hot, but the relationships are just tall. Last but not least, we have... Hot, tall, rising. <laughs> Her moon is rise- is a just tall rising. Um, is Lelaine <laughs> from Lizzie McGuire. Um, there we go. I thought she was so cool because... Whenever the credits would roll, it would always just say Lilane. It wouldn't say her last name or anything. And I was like, whoa, that is, she's a mystery. She's mysterious. That's a cool move as a child actor. Yeah. So she's, um, didn't do much. I had a big crush on her too. Oh my God, really? I'm gonna uh, say- like quirky best friend roles were always uh, an easy, an easy crush for me. I always had a thing for the quirky best friend. Yeah. A quirky um, Disney Channel best friend. I think, uh. I think I'm going to go just tall here because I think it, it goes beyond just being attractive. I think she just has a really good vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the single name going just by Lilane is like an absolute power move, especially for a child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think so too. I think just tall. And of course, just tall isn't bad, you know, like yeah, yeah. just tall is still, you have many good things. And if we say just tall, someone's going to vote and say hot. I just know it. Um, Cause that's how it always goes. But just tall. Gordo is extremely tall right now. Have you seen him now? Oh yeah. How do, how did we fail Gordo so much? Growing a mustache like that, I think, is is a very just tall move <laughs> to grow a power move mustache. <laughs> yeah. You can't grow a mustache like that without a cowboy hat to accompany it, and that's my final stance on the subject. Like the guy from Queen's Gambit. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who, of course, is also just tall. Um, oh, yeah, very just tall. Oh. That was hotter, just, just tall. Dan Shan, how do you feel? I feel good. You played I, a good game. 
you know, it's always hard, like, like rating people, like picking one or the other, because I feel like I, I never want to, you know, leave out someone's accomplishments or, you know, understate anybody's hotness. But uh, totally. I feel like we were fair. Yeah, I feel like we were just and our our votes are final, guys. What we say goes, and <laughs> that's all we have. I know, yeah, it is hard, but I always like to remember that, like, it's the secret is, is that everybody's hot because they're in Hollywood and they have professional hair and makeup teams. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just the oh, fun yeah. behind the curtain game that we love to play. Um, Dan, thank you so much for doing this podcast. It was so good to see you and catch yeah, up with so good you. To see you too. Why don't you tell everybody about the new exciting book that you wrote? Yeah, so I have a book. It came out a couple of days ago. It's available wherever books are. It's called I Am Not a Wolf. Um, it's The book is basically just about a wolf pretending to be a man. Uh, the wolf is, he has left the forest. He's not happy with the way that nature works and he's trying to work um, a terrible day job at an office um, and just seeing how that works out for him. Uh, the book is a, a interactive story. It's like a choose your path thing mm -hmm. um, where you can basically just, uh, you'll hit certain points where you have to make a decision and then you flip to whichever page corresponds to the decision. Uh, it's a comedy. So the goal is to make you laugh as many times as I can on each page. Um, and so uh, I, I, I feel pretty confident about the, the laugh count we've hit so far. <laughs> awesome. Um, so and uh, yeah, that's like anywhere where books are sold. So Amazon, your local indie shop should have it. If you go to IndieBound, it'll help you look up like which shops have copies near you. Um, and yeah, there's a bunch of places online you can order it. Um, awesome. So, so, so happy that I know you've been working on this for a long time. And it's so great. To, I went to a bookstore and I said, I looked for it first. And then I went up and I was like, I'm looking for this book. And wouldn't you know, it was right in front of the counter the whole time. They have it out on display, <laughs> ready to go. Um, so proud of you, dude. So the the goal of the book is to live a day as a wolf, right? Or prove that you're get yeah. by your day without let anybody knowing that you're a wolf. So there's a lot of different ways it can go. You can, yeah, you can get through your, your day at work. You can go to a retirement party. You can get promoted. You can, you can actually date and find love in the book. Um, okay. There's a, there's a dating uh, portion. And then also you can just say all of this, uh, I don't want to be in an office anymore. I've got to return to the woods and see, you know, if I can make the woods work out for me. And you can do that too. Uh, so there's, there's a million different ways the story can go. Um, so there's, there's a bunch of different ways it can end. Uh, there's a handful that are happy endings. Like, like any interactive story, you can also accidentally die. Um, so. <laughs> oh my God. Is there any way, like when you play the book, which I'm assuming you do every morning. You wake up and you choose. Oh, every day. You choose your path, and that's how you go. Is there any way that it ends that you're like, this is my favorite way, or this was the best way when you play it yourself, or are they all special in their own way? There are. They're definitely. They're all like very fun in different ways, but there is. I'd say there's one that's my favorite. Um, cool. I guess uh, if uh, I don't want to be too spoily, mm -hmm. so if you want to fully organic experience skip this part but there's a there's a point where you uh you make a new friend and you and your friend uh return to your office and uh and and trash the office of a of a, a co-worker uh that you do not like um and so, awesome. uh, and so that that's a vague enough way of putting it uh so Okay. Uh, so that's probably my favorite one of all of them. But I, I love them all in different ways. Even the ones that are like bad endings. I think some yeah. of the funniest ones are the ones where everything just goes out of control. Yeah. Uh, but the, my favorite happy ending is that one. Dope. So 
all the information on how to buy the book will be in the description of this episode. Also, um, you can follow Dan on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, I just use uh, Sick of Wolves. Uh, I have one account for everything now. Sorry. I use my my personal handle just for for friends and family. And that's stuff. my bad. I will absolutely cut that out. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm totally no, gonna I, cut it. I'm sorry. It's still the same handle as like I because I use that same handle on Twitter, so people still find it all the time. I just like was having to like post jokes on two accounts, and I was like, oh, it's probably better to just send everybody to one place and then mm-hmm. have both my personal jokes and wolf jokes all on the same account uh so it's all on on at sick of wolves now uh and then on twitter i'm at it's dan sheehan uh or at sick of wolves awesome guys get the book and if i'm assuming a lot of people follow the twitter already because when i posted that i bought the book everyone was like that twitter account is so funny and i was like there's a book now to accompany it so check it out thank you guys so much for listening and just remember before you go that i have a crush on you too hello 